Assalamu alaikum. You are listening to Momming While Muslim, a podcast designed with the Muslim American parent in mind, addressing how to raise Muslim American kids born into a post 9 11 world. We will cover topics ranging from potty training to politics, and no topic is off limits. Along with our expert guests, we'll discuss what's new in the Muslim American diaspora or just what's new at our own kitchen tables. Join us, Zeba Hassan, Nuzma Jafri, who have a combined eight kids and 25 years of parenting experience, as well as just enough crazy between them while they pioneer this journey we call Momming Wal Muslim. Assalamualaikum, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mommy Wal Muslim with your co-hosts, Zeba Hassan and Osma Jafri. This is Osma. Assalamualaikum, everyone. And Assalamualaikum. This is Zeba. Osma, how was your vacation? I missed you last week. I know. It's been it's been a minute like that we've recorded together, I feel like. I know. Um, my vacation was awesome. Uh, it's the only vacation we had this summer. Um, I have planned for this summer. So it was short, sweet. We all survived, and that's the important thing because it was a road trip with children. We'll do a podcast on it one day. Um, how was your vacation? You, you know, did we've, a lot. More we've fun had stuff. multiple. <laughs> yeah, we we have to catch up on stuff, but it's good to be home and back into routine. And I am excited to hear your voice and ready to talk about the pressures of the and the pitfalls of potty training, how to deal with it when you're actually pooped, pun intended. <laughs> yeah, I figured um, because a lot of people, you know, they look at summer as, okay, this is my space to breathe. This is the time when I can breathe. This is when I'm going to potty train the kid or teach my kid to read or, you know, some new milestone is going to be met. And for some reason, moms think that in summer, I'm going to be freer. Maybe the moms who are, you know, super tight scheduled during the school year, um, that happens. I know that's not the case for you because you're just as busy in the summer as you are during the year. Um, for me, this summer is a little bit different, but I kind of wanted to take a jog down memory lane, although most of us close the doors very tightly on this whole chapter in our lives because we never want to visit body training again. And even though you and I are removed, I thought maybe we could review what worked and what didn't because between the two of us with our eight kids, you know, obviously we didn't do the same stuff. Um, maybe our experiences when we share them can help somebody else who's listening and maybe in the midst or the throes of um, poop and pee. Like you said, I'm a little bit foggy in the potty training techniques and I have no clue because I've been um, diaperless for over four, almost five years now. And I have no oh, clue with what is the cool things, new trends going on. Do you have any ideas about some of the trends going on right now? Or from a, from a medical perspective, do you have any idea about when is a good time to start the potty training? Um, I don't think the advice um, has changed medically. I do have to say like all of mine, I st- like I knew the signs of readiness. Like you can kind of see it when mm. they're they can hold it for a long period of time, or they yes, wake up dry yes. from a nap. You know, so then you're kind of like, okay, maybe now is the time to start. And like, do you have like an age range that you would recommend? Like- yeah, a lot of parents would start asking this question when the kid's as young as a year old, and I'm like, dude, he just started walking, just started talking. You also want him to potty train? It doesn't happen that fast. Like motherhood is a long process. Yeah. But I have to say, so- I'm one of those Zara. My daughter was trained uh-huh. at 18 months, day and night. That's amazing. In a day. That's amazing. Literally in in a day. That's yeah. And I think I, mean, I captured that window. Yeah, no, all of mine were fully potty trained by two. So I know yeah. you're saying don't do it at one, but I feel like when you see that, and it wasn't any like 
you know, stress Crazy on thing my that you part. Had to do. No, it was literally like they woke with my daughter because I my son was already potty trained. She'd just go and follow him into the bathroom for a full. She's going to be mortified oh, that I'm even talking about this. And then she would want to <laughs> do. She'd want to do it. So one day I'm like, oh, let me just try doing it. And she literally, day and night, dry, the first day. Amazing. And maybe had one Super accident cool. in her life. Literally. Wow. So sometimes That's they're cool. just ready. Yeah, I know. I mean, I have people like my mother-in-law who swears up and down that my husband was potty trained by seven months old. I'm like, that's, I'm, I'm sorry. That is a little crazy. Possible. Yeah, because you're putting them, <laughs> and I say potty train like they can get themselves on the potty. Like you yeah, taking that's them our to the potty, of potty is train. not potty trained. You know, like it's exactly. mama is trained to take yeah, them to the potty. Scheduled toileting doesn't count. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Generally, the age that I would start saying it to people First of all, I wouldn't recommend it unless they asked me Um, because everybody's different. And so generally it was around three years old. By three you should be. Um, So, And that's kind of what I shot for with my kids. I was like, oh, they have to be done by three. And a lot of that is I needed my kids to get into preschool and the preschool required that the kids were not in diapers, training pants, nothing. Underwear. Got it. They could toilet themselves, clean themselves, do all of that. Now, I don't – oh, and they had to be for number one and number two. And so for me, that three was the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, they really need to be done. Um, But like you said, the key was when they start waking up dry is when I knew, okay, now we can gently start potty training them. But I never wanted to push. And it was always kind of like self-initiated. Like, okay, we're going to go to the potty now. And we tried the every two hours. Yes. Um, But it wasn't like, I'm going to sit you down. I'm going to take your pants off and do this for you. Like, you have to be willing to do this. Because I really wanted them to have body autonomy. So it was like, I'm not going to stress you out. But hey, look, um, there's M&Ms involved. There's like a cute potty seat involved. Um, So with yours, like, can we go through step by step each of your four kids, like what you did so that maybe we can, especially with the whole daughter situation yeah my daughter was yeah mine was very like so for my oldest because he was my first to be honest with you all of mine were potty trained by two and like and I know you're saying three but I just physically because I you know you had the back-to-back kids so I don't know how you did that but I was like (laughs) I don't want to be my rule was I'm not changing two diapers like I've held to the no I just Mm. couldn't do that (laughs) um it was just and honestly when you have a newborn all of a sudden your two-year-old looks like a man child when you're trying to like change their diaper and it just looks weird I'm like (laughs) I did not cleaning two diapers at a time so for me it was more of okay it's time because I just can't be doing that at the same time but honestly some people don't want to deal with that so it I do believe the mom has to be ready to like because you do have to dedicate I found at least a week right where you're just not over scheduled or not making yourself um you know, stressed out by doing this. And my older two were very different than my younger two because my poor younger two had to go along for the ride. So <laughs> I have the two different, like the two different stories. My first one, he was potty trained day and night, a day by two, whereas he would get up, put himself on the potty. But honestly, he was still waking up wet at night till he was four. And that was, and so he was my only one that I put in pull-ups. And it was not because I didn't take him to the potty. And I did take him to the pediatrician because my daughter was potty trained at night before him. 
because they're two years apart. You know what I mean? And I know he's going to be mortified that I'm talking about this. But at one point, (laughs) I finally talked to the pediatrician. I'm like, they're like, he's just not physiologically ready to go that long. So I did the pull-ups until he no longer, he was my only one I did pull-ups because day and night, he was probably four and a half before he stopped waking up wet at night. Um, But I have to Hmm. say that wasn't the case with the other ones. Um, Literally, my daughter, it was, she's like, I want it. I want to do it. And I'm like, okay. And I, you know, she would get on the little stool and go. And from the very beginning, she picked up on it. So I don't know if I, I didn't do anything. I think she was just ready. She was motivated, you know, but she, but she was walking at 10 months, you know, she was just always a kid that was a little bit more physically advanced than her brother. So, um, I'm so proud of her. Yeah, kind of I mean, scared, but also it is. Proud of her. Yeah, she was like, she was one of those that got like would climb out of the crib and like I would just see little baby eyes sticking up out of. You know what I mean? She's always been physically yeah. a lot more um, mature than her brothers were at that age, and so I didn't do anything with her. With um, my oldest, I had the potty watch, which I actually put the link. They still make it where he thought he was so cool, and every two hours it would just kind of send him a buzz, and he would just get up and go to the potty. Sometimes he would go, sometimes he wouldn't. But it kind of got him into that pattern of, you know, recognizing the need and the urge to go. What is this potty watch? Oh my gosh, it saved my life. It was a cute little watch and it like you set the timer, 15, 20, 30 Uh minutes, depending. Um, We started off every 30 minutes and we moved to two hours um, before I ventured out. And then after that, they get used to it and they start telling you when they need to go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh, this is so cute. And it's water resistant. And I it's just water resistant. It and- it's waterproof. And honestly, the concept of the Lota, though I say that I still cleaned my kids' bottoms. You're going to like be upset. Like my age is eight. Because I don't think they no, have the dexterity to clean their mm-hmm. butts. Um, with the Lota, especially because how we do deal. it. Yeah. And other people don't think yeah, it's a big yeah. deal. But I'm like, no, you need to be clean. Um, and at 8 yeah. is my limit. And at 8, at eight, I'm like, okay, I'm done washing butts. So mm-hmm. you need to figure this out. And we start training. I start training them around 7 to, like, slowly start I, I like really eight. cleaning their butt. Like, 8 is a way, like, they, they have the dexterity, I think, to use a Lota mm-hmm. and wash. And, by the way, Lota is watering can. Um, for anybody that's listening right now um, that doesn't understand that um, Muslims use water to clean themselves when they're going to the bathroom um, and the dexterity doesn't come I think till eight for that so I'm still yeah. cleaning butts with my younger one but it's not as frequent and he's trying to try mm-hmm. a little bit himself but did you guys do oh. like it looks like you didn't do the potty watch so did you set a timer or how did you do that yeah, just as, you know, I think it was the uh, the main bathroom that we use downstairs. The pass-through is the kitchen. And so I would just set the alarm on the stovetop. And like you, I have, like, mental fog about how this happened. Um, but we would set it. I think we started at 30 minutes, but definitely the goal was every two hours because I was like, every 30 minutes is, like, too much, too much. And so the other caregiver... Um, who came over would be like it needs to be every 30 minutes and she was a lot more experienced with um, taking care of kids than I was it was my first child and I was like no 30 minutes is too much I really kind of held my position on that because I was like I don't want him to feel like 
um, he's pressured in any way. So well, that's good. For, that, that's good up. to mention to people is the consistency. So that if you're, yeah. as a mom trying, whoever else is doing the caretaking for the kids, need to be on the same page as you, right? So the kid has the consistency across all whether they're going to preschool, whether the nanny's at home. So it looks like you talk to your nanny and to to have that mm-hmm. continuity and consistency for your son. Yeah. And so I kind of navigated the ship a little bit. Like I, I set up how I wanted it, but I know when you're talking about consistency, um, I sucked at waking them up at night. So I did put diapers or pull-ups on them at night for child number one and child number two, because I didn't want to wake up and schedule toilet them every two hours, which is what she wanted me to do. And I was like, that's never happening. Um, because I already only got like maybe two hours of sleep at night at that point. Cause I had oh three my or three God. Um, when I was potty training there. I did the pull-ups, found them to be a horrible waste of money because they leaked through. I don't know what your experience was on those. And they were super tight. Even the biggest ones on my kids were, like, too tight. They didn't like them. So they preferred diapers, which, by the way, if you have giant children and you're going to Bonnie train um, after two and a half, three years old, those size six do not cut it. They are super small. So That is um, so funny. I never yeah. paid. I never made like, it past These diapers four. are too small. I, I never know, right? made People it past like, size. You made four. it to size six. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, what? dude, and they were small. <laughs> That's so funny. And only moms would yeah. understand size four, size five. So I never made it past size four. Thank the Lord, because I they That's look great. like man chap man children, like cleaning them. <laughs> they look like, like grown up diapers to you. <laughs> no, thank you. But you, everybody yeah. has to do. You had three under three. You had to do what you needed to do. So this is not a yeah. judgment call. It just didn't work for me particularly but did you see um did you see that that worked and with the consistency like across the board or would you have changed anything now looking back at it no honestly um I wouldn't change anything because there were so many hands involved just the fact that it happened I feel like is a miracle um yeah no I wouldn't change anything because I did what I could do. And, you know, you said you didn't want two kids in diapers. At one point, I had three in diapers. Oh, at the same my time. goodness. You are a saint, Mama. <laughs> no, I was like, we're not doing this, and he needs to start. Did you do assembly and, line? Like, know. did you just put them all? I'm just very curious. Did you just put them across <laughs> no. the bed and just be like, okay, one, 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 one? Or, like, how did you do that? Yeah. Well, with newborns, you're doing it like every two hours yes. anyway, right? Because they crap their pants. They like have major blowouts all the time. And the other one was 18 months old. So he was a little bit better. And the nanny at that time was like, I am potty training him because, you know, she was going to be with them during the daytime, not me. And she was very gung-ho about getting him started. And I resisted as long as I could. I was like, please don't potty train him right now. Please don't potty train him right now. And she was like, I need to get him done. I need to get the oldest done because he, you want him to start school in August. Like this has to happen. And again, this is why moms need to, to be survive. ready too. Because if you're <laughs> not ready that the kids feel that and your stress becomes their stress. And to your point, like it will backfire. So only mm-hmm. start when I think all parties are ready. Yeah. Mom has ready to, to be go. ready. And it's not a competition, you know, yes. like I had people telling me like, oh, but so-and-so is body trained by a year and by seven months. And I'm hearing all these things and I'm like, yeah, but no, yeah. I, I don't even want to start that mess because I have carpet all over my house. Yes. <laughs> and that's another thing. So like, that's accidents. another thing. Roll up your carpet. No, you're going to have accidents. Right. Yeah. And just like, you have to mentally prepare for mm-hmm. that whole process. 
And I think what people are doing now is the same stuff people were doing back then is um, there was a couple of techniques. There was the commando technique. I don't know yes. if you're aware of this, but basically. Wasn't it um, like you have to be buck naked for like three days? Basically. And, go, and apparently pee anywhere you want. Days. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah. you just pee when you want, when the urge strikes you. And that's why people do it in the summertime because you can be outdoors and get this done. Oh, I didn't I think, know that. Yeah, that's why I think they did it. It was literally your three-day method, essentially be bu- buck naked from the waist down. And the whole yeah. point was whenever your kid needs, they learn the urge and the feel. When, and the whole point was you let them go whenever I they see. feel the urge to do that. So theoretically, they can recognize it and they feel uncomfortable and then they learn it that way. Did you use that method at all? Because I don't need to be walking around with penises hanging out all day long. Like that's not my idea of a fun summer vacation. The way I was taught commando was it needs to be inside the house. So plan on going nowhere and doing nothing for the three days and just, you know, have the kids drink in the uncarpeted part of your house and keep them there. So if they have an accident, it's right there. And, you know, my kitchen is not huge. So I was like, to keep them contained in that small of a space for the entire day was like beyond me. And then the commando technique to me, Islamically, with our um, reservations about being buck naked in the house was um, not okay. It didn't sit well with me. And I know people have done it who are Muslim, and that's great. If, if it works for you, do it. If it helps you survive, honestly, do it. But I was not comfortable um, not l- teaching my kids about Oda or like the parts of our body that we're not supposed to show in public. Like that was very early, you know, even when they were in diapers, we taught them like the, these are parts that we cover up. These are just for us. And it was brought up. Like I know my nanny had wanted to do it that way. And I said, absolutely not going to be okay. Um, the good thing that she did do was she taught the astinja, which was the washing that we do after yes. we go to the bathroom every single time. And so um, I don't think she actually put her hands on anything. She might have used a lot of toilet paper, but definitely there was the watering can involved. And I just always love when my uh, kids' friends come over. I don't know if this happens to you still, but they're like, why do you have a watering can in the bathroom? I'm like, that's yes. why. Because after we well, go to the bathroom, every single time, pee or poop, we have to wash. There can be nothing on us in order for us to be able to be considered clean and to pray well well honestly us too the difference is i don't know if you taught uh, my boys sit to go to the number one oh yeah as absolutely well. the only yeah. time they don't now is if they're in a public place so then i had to kind of teach them how to do that but when you're in the mm-hmm. home or you're in, in like a, another muslim person's you house or in your friend we do not stand up we sit so that is a mm-hmm. difference because some of their friends would come ho- come over and the whole po- concept of the potty seat being up, like I would have to be like, mm-hmm. listen, in this house, we don't do that. So make sure you <laughs> you sit. Like I'm not cleaning pee off the uh, other people's pee off of my toilets. So my kids, I think that was another difference too, right? Is our kids um, learn to pee sitting down, boys and yeah, girls. Yeah. So they also have to have the dexterity of doing that um, because yeah, yeah, there's no the whole way. shooting in the Cheerio thing. No, People are like, oh, that have doesn't shoot work. The Cheerio. I'm like, nope, no, we don't do that. We, we can't sit. even do that. <laughs> yeah, we sit and we do that. No, I I agree with you. So so since you had like the age difference too, like did you do anything different with your younger one than you did with your older one? 
Um, so are you talking about one, two, or three? I'm boys? talking about, yeah, the three boys. Because you have the three, three boys, boys and the girl yeah. too, right? So did you do yeah, anything differently yeah. with them? Yeah. So with the last one, I feel like that was the one where I was the most involved because Nanny kept wanting him to sleep with the diaper, uh, with the, just his underwear. She's like, Osma, he wakes up dry. Let him sleep with the underwear. I was like, hell to the no. I am not getting up now and cleaning mattresses and doing all that. And plus he sleeps with me. You know, he gets out of bed even now at three in the morning and comes and sleeps with me. I was like, I am not having an accident. Um, while he's sleeping, like basically on me. Oh, so no. I would always put a diaper on him at bedtime and she was like all upset and bent out of shape. She was like, I, I need you to cooperate with me. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then, um, for him, it was really slow to poop. Now my last three, I do know they were slow to potty train number two. So even yes. after they started school, even though they had late starts, they all started in October instead of August because they had to get the poop down. Um, and so for that, I was involved. Those last three are, sh- are scared of the shower. They'll take bubble baths, but they won't shower. So every time they had an accident number two, I would shower them. Because obviously, again, going back to our emphasis on cleanliness in Islam, it's like, if you got poop all over you, we you got to clean yourself now. Yes. Yeah. So, and, you know, as a frustrated mom dealing with the blowout, like a three-year-old blowout is not a joke. So then, um, you know, especially if it happens in underwear, because we tried the underwear, now we're in a public place. It's it's just a mess. So I would shower them with the shower. And a lot of people are like, no, that's like equivalent to waterboarding. Yeah, it's terrible that your kid was scared of it and you did it. I was like, you know what? It got the job done because it took two or three showers and they never did it again. Yes. Um, And then with the last one, I don't think I had to shower him. It just, no, I did. I did have to shower him. He'd be like, no more shower, no more shower. And they're so cute because they don't say their R's at that age. No yes. more shower, no more shower. <laughs> I was like, okay, you have to stop pooping in your pants. Exactly. So, and that happened. Yeah. So that was as involved as I ever got. Like the poop end of it is where <laughs> I would. And constipation is very, very normal because I do believe mm-hmm. in general the P, the number one comes a lot earlier than the number two. So you do see a lot of constipation constipation because the kids are literally anal retentive right like it's they feel a little bit (laughs) out of control that's where the word comes from exactly and and so a lot of mine same thing not with my first two but with my younger two um it was very stressful for me because they were withholding number two for a while Mm. so yeah maybe they were potty trained but it took a while for that number two Uh, to really get consistent and there was a lot of underwear thrown out and (laughs) yes and I know my nanny's all like you throw out the underwear I I'm was like, like hell, hell yeah who's no, gonna clean that I'm not cleaning it like I have to be out I don't like, want that on my washing going. machine exactly I'm like I just throw <laughs> that sucker out like not happening yes so it did take I do have to admit like as we're talking the the number two took a little bit of time for my young my younger two but for me the difference with my older set and my younger set is I didn't have time to go through that I'm gonna stay in the house all day because my no, older two were in activities so I would have a little toilet kit and I actually have the link um I'm gonna save and put in our show notes of portable potty yes because we would literally be at baseball and I can't find a I can't find a 
you know, porta potty or whatever. Oh, I hate and once finding they need to public go, restrooms. you know, they, they yeah. go. And honestly, the potty seat had. Dis- I know you're you're not a big fan of the potty seat, but the potty seat had a, a disposable yeah. bag that went underneath it. So literally, I just threw the bag out. And so I didn't. I wasn't cleaning potty seats. I threw the bag out. It was probably not the most environmentally sound. But honestly, if you're at a three-hour baseball game and I can't find a porta potty and a kid needs to go. I would pull this and yeah. it fit in my purse and I would pull the sucker out. They would pee, put it out, clean them mm-hmm. up and move on with their life. So for the people that are on the go and say they can't do it, there are resources, there are tools um, that you can use. And I would just literally have the wipes. I would clean it, put it in the bag, throw it out and they'd be clean and ready to go. And we could still be consistent in our toilet changing, our toilet training, because quite frankly, when you have a seven and five year old at that time not no probably Mm -hmm. nine and nine and seven I have to say because by the time I was potty training them I don't have time to stay in the house for days to potty train my kids right right no exactly so my poor my poor kids had to do it outside I'd be like we're at baseball do it we're at a basketball do it like they you know and I I think they enjoyed doing it too much outside to be honest with you but that's a whole (laughs) other podcast exhibitionism that's awesome Ooh, they're like oh um, yeah I pull no. it down like no honey then as they got older I had to say let's find a public bathroom because we are no longer in the training stage and you in the middle of a parking lot yeah, we cannot do that right now <laughs> but you know what I kept that toilet seat in my car for wow. years afterwards and it came in so much like you like pull over to the side of the road because you know at this age once they need to go they have to go they don't have that concept right. of holding so it mm-hmm. really did help me and I do have the link in the show notes for the people that are looking to start this process um, and arm yourself with tools that you might not have known about yeah I never used any kind of potty chair not even in the house because I was like I'm not cleaning that yeah and the nannies were like no all you have to do is rinse it out and do this I was like hell no, no. not cleaning it not happening it will not be in my house because that is um, going back to the cleanliness factor I'm like cleanliness is half of our faith we cannot do this <laughs> so yeah and I'm like, not okay. cleaning pee that's the whole point you know what I mean like the whole point of the diapers is I'm not cleaning that up so did you yes, I did the toilet like, doing... I had the potty the seat seat that went on top of yeah. the regular potty that's what we yeah used. so their butts didn't fall in yeah we did that and even that to me was disgusting I'd be like I want that bleached I want that rinsed with hot water like I don't even want to it better not smell like a child was in here. And I know that that is, as moms of boys, a lot of people think that that's just kind of the way things have to be, is it's always going to smell like urine. And I'm like, no. I'm sorry, man. Our religion teaches otherwise. It should not smell like that at all. You know, because again, if you're sitting down and directing it where it needs to go, that's the hard part, I think, for boys is knowing that it, when they're little for a while, even though we have like the whole. Um, our uh, penises are private and whatever, we should know how to point them down ourselves because exactly. otherwise you're spraying mom who's standing exactly. right in front I'm of like, you, which that has happened. Has to go, point it down. I'd be like, Puno has to go I down. Know. Puno has to go down. Point it down. And so yeah. they learned to do that and wipe off yeah. after themselves afterwards. You know what I mean? Because yeah, it is a cleanliness exactly. thing. I do think that consistently you're taking it to other people's houses once they're older. I'm sure other people will appreciate that you're teaching them this now. And the concept yeah. Uh, manners cleanliness is huge where that stuff is concerned and as they get older you know I don't know if you had this experience but what I found is that they start taking shortcuts and be like oh but I just peed I didn't have to wash myself yes yeah you did 
Yes. Yeah, you did, and you need to go back and do it again, and now change your underwear because you totally messed everything up. You know exactly. So they're like, but I mean, like I I can still. It's like you can't pray, honey. Like if you don't do your stinja, you cannot do. Like this is not going to work. So, um, and as they're getting older, I don't know. Um, I'm also noticing some stuff, you know, like the whole skid mark situation. So it's like, do I need to wash you again? Like, is yes. that where we need to take this? Like, I have well, to start washing you again? Well, no, that's no, 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 what, no, I know, I, no, no. And I remember, like, I remember, like, honestly, like, my rule is eight. Like, it is eight. Like, I and I start telling them around seven and a half and teach them as they go. Like, when yeah. you turn eight, mama's done cleaning your butt. Yeah. And that was for that reason, to avoid that. And I know some of my friends would be like, I can't believe you still clean their butts and this and that. And I'm like, listen. It's either that or I'm washing their laundry um, and I'd rather them learn as they're going along and and recognizing there is an end time, you know? So it's so funny because uh, obviously Zade turned eight this past year, my Z3, and Zan was like, mama gets to clean my butt for two more years. Like he literally (laughs) uses it as that, right? Because he's like, I get, because it is just a rule. I'm special. And honestly, that's why I keep my nails short. My My nail person is like, you should grow your nails out and I'm like no I'm still washing but no. so that is not no. happening for me yeah. but you did have um, a special circumstance with your daughter did you have yes. to do anything different did you want to tell the audience a little bit about that if you feel comfortable sharing yeah yeah so uh, my daughter again was one of the ones where um, you know a nanny was very heavily involved in her potty training so I honestly number one and number two number two I only had to get involved with like a couple of showers she got it she was totally ready for school. Um, I think I just held her back by like maybe a month, but she started uh, when she was supposed to. And then uh, when she was four years old, she um, got an encephalitis and um, that was her diagnosis. And so she lost the ability to walk, talk, speak, and toilet. So at that so point, what is encephalitis? Baby, what is encephalitis for those of us that do not have a medical degree? That is an inflammation of the brain. So... Um, there uh, there was this maybe two-month period of where her skills started deteriorating and, you know, I was jumping up and down and saying, this is not normal, this is not normal, and I knew it wasn't normal, and, you know, her medical situation and, and what happened with that, the sequela with that, um, I, I've written about before. Yes. And I've posted about it before, um, but with the toilet training specifically, when she finally made it over to rehab because we got the encephalitis under control, now we had to reteach her how to basic eat, skills, how to talk, yes. how to walk, how to toilet again. And so there's this giant potty seat, which you know how I feel about those. That yes. now I have to figure out how to use. Now that my saving grace was, I. Um, didn't have to clean it every single time, especially if a nurse or therapist was there. But if I was by myself, I did have to actually dump poop out. And it, oh my goodness, like was like a horrible experience for me. So the nurses are all like, okay, so you're going to schedule, you're going to toilet her every two hours now. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you have to take her and sit on the body every two hours. And I'm like, no, but no, why would I do that why can't I just wait until you know I'll stretch it out to four and they're like no this is how you potty train a kid how do you not know this you have four of them <laughs> I was like but hers was I a different circumstance yeah and hers was a different circumstance yeah. as well right and, and you yeah. did have a little bit of it you know so like all parents again 
give yourself a break when other people are chirping in your ear. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, changing a four-year-old's diaper is really, really hard. And I know a lot of parents, God bless you all, have to do this. Like maybe your child has, you know, different um, circumstances or health issues and you might need to change them for the rest of their lives. And you are literally angels and may God reward you guys for what you go through. Um, This was my biggest um, nightmare. Uh, But alhamdulillah, it worked out. She uh, she is totally fine now and totally recovered from that um, illness and everything is back to normal. Like you wouldn't know if you saw her that this happened. Now, specifically with the girls, um, the tips and tricks about like wiping and hygiene are a little bit different. And so that was something early on um, in her potty training that I was always like, make sure she learns to wipe front to back. Um, And even now, as she's older, like, I have to remind her sometimes if she comes and complains to me, like, something's hurting or burning, it's like, well, tell me how you're wiping again. Right. You know, and then going back to, did you wash with water like you're supposed to? And she's like, no, because she is eight years old. She's eight and a half now. Um, and so she has insisted for the last two years that she doesn't need me. She can handle the washing. And I haven't seen any evidence to prove otherwise. So I'm like, okay, like I can, I, I can, this is good. And I think a lot of it was, again, the body autonomy. I don't want your hands on me. Yes. I don't want your hands down there. I want to do this myself. And so I was like, okay, but if I see something, then I'm going to have to start doing it again. Um, so far, so good. But I have had to um, reiterate the wiping front to back always, you know. Yes. So I don't that, know what your experience just, was with the girl. No, same thing. And she also was early, early on as well. Again, this is where the dexterity, the, a little bit being being more physically capable than her brothers. And honestly, just not as lazy. Um, <laughs> to be blunt with you, like if you can have somebody, like at one point, one of them said, I don't remember which one, why would I clean my butt when my mom will? Like, and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, we need to start focusing and changing that a little bit because I am done, done, done. I am t- literally two years away from being, um, being free. free from all of that and so <laughs> from having you know, acrylic nails all you, the time exactly I'm like maybe I'll add some <laughs> acrylic nails and looking all good yeah. uh, but no how do you like did you feel sad when that chapter was done because I do have to oh say God, with no. every kid I do feel a little bit sad I don't know if I'm just oh like my weird gosh. and weepy <laughs> but I'm always like oh that's one chapter closed and now we're moving on to the next and as fast as I wanted it to go, I always feel like at the end of a chapter, it's, it is always a little bit sad for me. No, what's sad for me is when my youngest, who is only four, is like calling me from the bathroom, okay, I'm done, and I'm like I in know. the middle of my show, or food, or, or something. It's always you know. food for me. It's always, I <laughs> yes. literally finally sit down, and I'm like, okay, I can have my dinner, lunch, whatever. I'm done. And I'm like, get a book and read. Like, cause I yeah, want to be able I'm to like, finish my there. meal <laughs> without cleaning, a, cleaning a butt. So let me take that back. I don't miss it. I'm yeah. not sad. Thank okay, you. I'll take, You're not going to miss that this. Back. I'll take that back. I'm sorry. Have you ever forgotten them on the toilet? Because you were saying, I'm going to oh, come. I'm coming. Yes. <laughs> I, I've done that for like an hour that. and a half I before. Do that. I haven't done it for an hour and a half, but I do that all the time. So I have <laughs> books in, and there uh-huh. are potty books in the two bathrooms oh, okay. on the main floor for that reason. Mm-hmm. I'm like, take a book because mm-hmm. I'll get to you when I get to you. And there are times where mm-hmm. I'll go upstairs a couple, and then I'll hear screaming, mama. And I'm like, oh shoot, I forgot you. No, I just feel like we already have so many pressures on us. Like this is one more thing that I understand it has to get done, but really give y'all 
give yourselves a break, everybody. Like, it, it will happen when it's supposed to happen. Nobody's going to be in diapers forever, I promise. The few situations that you see on TV, there's probably a medical reason involved, so don't don't even worry. That won't be your kid. Um, Ziva, do you, since you are so nostalgic about potty training and the yes. end of it, what's your favorite potty training memory? I have a couple, you know, I have a couple in the sense that what caused me to start thinking about potty training. And the first was, again, my daughter's going to be mortified, but she literally took her diaper off in the crib and mm-hmm. decorated her walls with, Oh, and stuff. I was like, never again. Like, and she was about, then <laughs> she had been already kind of saying that that's probably my most, like, that's the memory that I remember that was like more of like a catalyst for speeding up the process, you know, cause she sure. was done wearing diaper. Like she hated the feeling of diapers, I think. And now in hindsight, mm-hmm. because I moved straight to underwear with her, never did, did any. And I think that just made her feel better because she never mm-hmm. liked to be dirty. What about you? I have a couple of things. I know that when my oldest was potty training and I went to go wash him uh, one time because I had told the, the nanny to teach him about the body autonomy, that his body is his body. I did that for my patients too. And parents would come and want an exam of their penis. Is it normal? Yes. I would always ask permission of the child. And if the child said no, I'd be like, you have to reschedule. And they're like, no, just take his pants off. I'm like, we will not do take that. his pants off. Yes. Yeah. He has to decide when to take his pants off. So for my son, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to wash you now. And it got him ready. And I was washing his backside, but I guess my hand like brushed on his penis and he right. was like hey don't touch my penis right and he was angry right like this little two-year-old two and a half year old like angry with me and I was like I'm so sorry right and I came out and I was like and my nanny heard and she was apologizing I was like no 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 you did your job you did exactly what I wanted you to do that is perfect you know um so that was one of my favorite memories because you know my kids have always been very protective of their bodies um and then I guess catastrophe wise would be the poop training of my second child he is my anxious kid and um I think we went swimming and then from swimming we went to a diner so we haven't even changed out of our swimming clothes by the way it was like a public pool um and I was like we're not using those bathrooms and changing so we came to the diner and he's like you know you can see they make that face (laughs) yeah I can't even describe it it's like platypus face yes and I'm like hey you better not poop. Do you need to go to the yes. bathroom? Because I've already asked him seven times. Or they the hide, or like, they no. hide behind a sofa <laughs> yeah, and, go in and a do corner. it, or go in a corner, and then I'm like, okay, Under I know something is going on. And and that also shows because they they start that is a sign of readiness, by the way, because it shows it is a sign of readiness that yes. they know it's coming and they don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to do it in front of people anymore. Right, exactly. And they know they're going to get in trouble if I crap my pants. So um, he's like, no. You're going. Let's go to the bathroom. We go to the bathroom, sure as sugar. Now, I will say, if you have to poop in your pants, swim pants are probably the best pants to get in because they have that little cage. Yeah. So the netting. And so the netting had caught it. And I was like, okay, this is a sign that next time when we're done with the pool, I should change you. Okay, no problem. But at this point, we were out of diapers because he was he had already he had already started started the process, and we were still yeah. And with him, I like totally lied to the school. I was like, oh yeah, he's totally trained. Yeah, he's done. Yes, he's taken. Number one, he's got it. He's got this. He can be in school for three whole hours without peeing his pants. So, um, you know, we change into these clothes. We get back to the diner. You know, and I asked him several times on the toilet. I'm like, okay, let's finish. Let's finish. Let's finish. 
yeah, I'm done. All right, so we get back, platypus face again, like right when my dinner comes out in front of me, and I'm like, oh my God, like stop it. Like let's go to the bathroom. So we go to the bathroom. It's too late. Now we've pooped in our underwear. Oh no. (laughs) And we clean it up. We throw the underwear away, obviously. Um, And then we come back to the dinner table. I'm about to eat and platypus face again. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And at this point, I have no backup pants. And so my husband's like, no, make him sit in it now. (laughs) And he's also very OCD about cleanliness. And he's like, no, just take me, take me, clean me. I was like, I'm not cleaning you now, boy. So I just, I lost it at that point. It had been a long day. I just went outside. I think there was a McDonald's across the street. I got a coffee, sat in the car, and I bawled my eyes out. I was like, I will never eat a hot meal again because I I have another one after this. It's like never going to end. The poop will never end. It can be overwhelming, which is why I do want to emphasize moms need to be ready. And, And the truth of the matter is when it's done, you, it's, you can, it's like one of those checklist things as a mom, you're like, potty training yeah, done. done sleeping through the day di- yeah. it, it does feel good and you do feel empowered because it is you're literally training p- humans to go to the bathroom yes. that don't know how to do that so that is definitely something um all of us mamas and papas that are involved in these types of things should give themselves you know a pat on the back because it is not easy and you do find yourself crying in the mcdonald's parking lot because quite frankly (laughs) sometimes it is over or or for me it was like multiple kids having to go to the bathroom at the same time and i'm just like i don't know what to do or or when you're on an errand it's always that you're in the middle of target and they decide at that moment you have they have to go to the bathroom and you're abandoning your cart running to the front so i've always mm-hmm. learned take them whatever you do take them right in the beginning before you start mm-hmm. your shopping or whatever <laughs> yeah and then move on with your that's another tip that i feel like once you're even after they're potty trained they'll tell you they don't need to go but they want to always go in the most inopportune time so if you're at target if you're at the grocery store if you're at somebody's house take them Right in the beginning, because sometimes they're too busy with whatever and they do forget because they're still kids and you have to remember that. Let's just revisit. It's being, making sure moms and kids are ready, right? That's when you know. A lot of times people do it in the summertime because quite frankly, there's just less clothing, right? It's easier to Mm -hmm. go to the bathroom when you don't have as many, like you don't have the jeans and the socks and the sweatshirt and the, it's just easier to start. So sometimes if you're going to start in the summer, that makes sense. There's less closing to be had. Be ready, be consistent, have consistent, if there are multiple people potty training, have the consistency across the board, recognizing that there are physiological reasons why kids potty train at different ages. And you can show signs of readiness, right? When, if they're asking to go, if they're dry for for long periods of time, um, look for those types of signs. And as you have more children, you'll recognize those signs earlier as they go and hide behind the sofa and poop. And you know, okay, they know <laughs> it's coming and it's ready. And sometimes poop is the late, the last thing to, to potty train. And that's okay. You know, that's and normal. Totally that's normal. normal. And it's a badge of honor when you get it done. And quite frankly, I am so thankful. I no longer have to do this. And probably until my grandkids come along, then I'm sure I will be quite, um, opinionated with what my kids should be doing at that time. But for right now I'm done. <laughs> I will not be involved in that. In you that see, situation. you're like, like again, I you're did like, my share. You're like, I'm not doing done. it now. 
I am done. <laughs> I am and so there are done. some fun links to some things in our show notes to like the potty wash if that works for you or the pot. I know Ozma's not a big fan of the potty seeds, but you know, in the meantime, like good luck to all these people starting or trying. Yeah. Um, maybe this will be motivation for them to get started. Like, can you imagine in like a week to two weeks, you will be diaperless? Like that is something to be excited about. Thanks again for joining Zeba and Ozma on Momming While Muslim today. Please email us your thoughts or questions and follow us on Facebook and Instagram because this podcast was designed to cater your needs. Make sure you check out the show notes to find the links and resources for this episode. And remember to help a mama out and leave a review of the show as well as to like it on your podcast app of choice because that helps us grow. Tune in next week for another episode of Mommy While Muslim. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Mm-hmm.